You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Thursday, and normally on a Tuesday, I have It's My Money feature sponsored by Brenthurst Wealth, but uh, for various reasons, we've moved it to a Thursday. And with me today from Brenthurst Wealth is Suzanne Hallman. And Suzanne, I saw an article that was on another website, and it says here, retiring soon, what you need to consider. You say you're retiring this year and are overwhelmed with all the information you are receiving, and it goes on from there. What were you trying to say in this article? Good afternoon, Lindsay, and hello, listeners. Thank you. Um, Lindsay, my focus on this or my the whole uh, point I wanted to try to bring along to the investors in this type um, or dear, for the um, in this article is that South African retirees are drawing too high an income. The income rates average in South Africa is much higher, and our Retirement community is an ever-growing uh, community. Um, if you look at the stats that was issued by ASISA, the Association of Savings and Investments of South Africa, during uh, twin, in, at the end of 2017, South Africans had around 421.9 billion rand in retirement savings, with uh, around 450,000 uh, living annuities. Um, and comparing that to the end of 2011, we had about far, 155 billion rand with 278,000 rand living annuities. Just showing how our community of retirees is growing substantially. And a lot of them um, is drawing too much from their living annuities, which means that they will ultimately run out of money if they don't control it. Okay, but why are they doing it? Why is our rate so much higher than other comparable countries? Is it because our cost of living is going up? Is it just because we don't know how to manage our money? Is it because of uh, financial ignorance? What would you say it is? I think various reasons, valid reasons that you've just mentioned. I think um, our cost of living in South Africa is not comparing it to um, other countries like the UK and the US is much lower. But um, comparing our rent against the world uh, currencies is very difficult. Um, our mm. rand is weak against the currencies. And unfortunately, most of our things, the, the things we purchase is imported. So we pay a higher price because our rand is weaker, which means that your money in your pocket is less at the end of the day. Yes, I mean, this is a great example because on January the 1st, the rand was 14 to the US dollar. In other words, one US dollar buying 14 rand. It's now, oh, it did go to uh, almost 19 and a half. It's now down at uh, 1660, 1670. But still, from 14 to 1650, 1670 area, it's a massive, massive move. And that's a tax on everybody's income. Exactly. It is. And with that comes oil prices and fuel prices. And it's levies on roads and this and that, and everything just keeps piling on. So if you're a retiree and you didn't manage your savings before retirement or even now don't approach a financial advisor and trying to manage things yourself, you can run into the serious issue of running out of money. Running out of money. And I think a lot of South Africans are because we have a reputation 
ever since I've been in the broadcasting businesses on, I've always been told, and it's been drummed into me, that we don't save enough and we don't provide for our retirement. So it's, it's, a, it's not as if it's a, a short-term phenomenon because of COVID-19 or because of the bad economy. It's been going on for decades. Exactly. Um, the one thing that we keep on telling um, our investors is that um, when they – close to their retirement or when they consider retirement, they need to consider the term in their post-retirement. Are you retiring at the age of 50, at 60 or 75? Because those terms post-retirement has a great impact on the level of income that we advise you start on. Um, For instance, you need to take in your term Um, into consideration the level of income drawdown as well as your fees um, that you pay on the investment. Because even if you don't have an advisor, there's still the fees of fund managers and platform fees that you have to consider. You need to ensure that the growth of your portfolio must outweigh these fees to ensure that your income um, is sustainable for the long term. So, for instance, if you, um, Jakub van Tonder, um, the advisor services director at 91 Asset Management, looks at a safe annuity rate by comparing different scenarios. In the first scenario, he looks at a um, retiree age of between 60 and 65 with an investment term of around 30 years. In your second scenario, you're looking at a, a retire, retirement age of between 70 and 75 and then your investment term decreases to around 10 years. So within the first scenario, an indicator states that the safe annuity income rate would be between 4.5 and 5%. Um, Anything higher than that um, will give you a higher probability of failure in your uh, latter years of retirement. And then if you're in your 70s with a 10-year retirement term, that income level for a startup income, increase with um, to 6.5 uh, between 6.5 and 7.5, and then obviously if you in between this um, terms of around 20 year uh, retirement uh, term, then your income startup income percentage increase between 5.5 and 6.5. Mm. Anything higher than that, increase your uh, probability dramatically of um, running out of capital um, in the later years. Yeah, which is quite scary actually, because suddenly you wake up one day and you've get, and as you quite rightly said, you've run out of money, which is a horrible, horrible feeling and a horrible prospect. I mean, I've been there in, at certain times. You say the ASISA average living annuity drawdown levels over seven years since 2011. It was around 7% in 2011. The best it was was 6.4% in 2015. And 2017, uh, six and two thirds percent, uh, roughly. I don't know what it is now. But anyway, it's a very steady sort of graph, uh, probably an average of around about 6.6, 6.7% over that time. Now, one of the most telling paragraphs in the piece that you kindly sent me is the following. Over the last five years, the local equity market, that's the JSC Securities Exchange, has underperformed both the developed and emerging market equities, uh, confirming that offshore equities are no longer a luxury but a necessity, and that's for sustainable long-term growth within living annuities. And you at Brentos Wealth and all your colleagues have said this for years, diversify as much as you can into offshore equities. Is that still the case? 
Absolutely, Lindsay. And that's something that we can't focus on even more. Like you said, we've been focusing on this diversification into offshore markets for a number of years now. Um, And just if you look at this graph, um, over the last five years, up until the end of May, um, in South African RAND terms, the all share index did annualized 2.5%, your developed markets did 13.9%, and your emerging markets did 8.6%. That's a huge difference in percentage-wise on an annual basis over a five-year term. If you are still just invested in South African markets, you run the real risk of depleting your capital because you are not outperforming the inflation in South Africa. Your money is losing buying power. Mm. You have to diversify into global markets, into the developed markets, into other currencies, um, not physically perhaps, in via asset swaps, but you need to diversify to ensure the long-term growth of your portfolio. Okay, so what's the message here when it comes to retirement? If you are able to retire, what are you saying to people that have that luxury in South Africa? Because as we've said, we've got a very bad record of saving and providing for our retirement. So what is the message to the people that are retiring? What do you say? Make an informed decision. Don't go and try and do it yourself, perhaps. Go and speak to someone, get information. Yes, fees play a big role, but make sure that the fee that you're paying is for the good advice that you're receiving. It doesn't help that you pay different uh, or a fee for on a platform or for an advisor who is not serving you to the best of their abilities. You need good advice. And you've just given us good advice. Thank you so much, Suzanne. That's Suzanne Halman from Brentus Wealth, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentus Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.